You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Ain't No Seeds. All right, folks, we've got an emergency Ain't No Seeds podcast. We had to come uh, give you an episode because, B. Turn, it's been six years in the making. I mean, I I joked before this morning, think of all the things that have happened, not only with Kansas basketball, not only with college basketball, with everyone's lives over the last six years. Six years is so much time. Um, but here we are six years later. KU finally knows their outcome when it comes to the FBI investigation that was going to break college basketball. And as it turns out, it really didn't matter. It didn't do a whole lot at all. KU comes out feeling really good about this. Um, and we'll talk more about what could have been, what our fears were. But essentially, we walk away. We're giving up a Final Four banner. Maybe. Sucks, whatever. But I'm over it within five seconds. You're losing some wins. Um, I think 15 of them from when Silvio played. But other than that, a whole bunch of nothing. And uh, it's a huge win. It was a great day on KU Twitter. Um, B-Turn, give me your thoughts. Yeah, so I, I guess we're not the winningest program uh, in the country anymore, but I think that's something Bill will take as a challenge and hopefully pass Kentucky again. But yeah, we I kind of tweeted it. If I would have told you and KU fans all over the country that this was going to be the punishment six years ago or whenever, I think people would have been through the roof about it. I know like in the moment when the news broke, everyone was pumped, and then more came out that... Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, but... Pat Forty just butchered the initial report. Yeah, like, more came out, and so people kind of melted down. I think that's kind of an in-the-moment thing, but really, we still have the memories. We watched that team go on that run, and they had lost in the Elite Eights and 16 and 17, and they beat an awesome Duke team. Like, we'll never forget that. That was Dite's team. Dite's an all-time favorite. So, I I don't know. I mean, we used to talk about postseason bans, and I think when we really first started this podcast was really when the allegations were going around. And I remember us off the air, just stressed out, like, yeah. God, this could be a multiple year ban or all. Cause we were, it was that, it was all the Silvio stuff was going on. We're almost like year five in this podcast. So it's been a huge topic and it's kind of wild that it has been six years, but now that it's finally solved and Bill looked insanely relieved today. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy you think back to where this started, five level one allegations, which I don't really even know what all that means, but what I'll tell you is that five level one allegations lead to coaches getting fired, leads to programs going down 10-year you know, rebuilding eras, trying to figure out how to get back to what they once were. I mean, people were making, I remember I had like K-State fans talking about like, uh, SMU football and how like we were just going to get the death penalty. death penalty. Like people thought this was going to not ruin Kansas basketball, but massively set us back. And by the way, those five level one allegations um, against Bill Self turned into one level three allegation. So it it's just crazy. Bill Self 
he's just one of those guys. There's people in life that always seem to get the last laugh. They always seem to be right. And Bill Self is one of those guys. I mean, he has obviously he hasn't been able to say a ton throughout this whole process, but he's maintained that, you know, he disagrees that he's, you know, for the victims, the victims. And to see him be, you know, validated today after all this time, it's it's incredible. Now, you mentioned people kind of. I guess I I saw the initial report 40 put out that made it look like literally nothing happened. Then I saw the final four banners coming down, that whole thing, and then I got stuck in work meetings the rest of the day. So I didn't really see the reaction to that. I heard you say, I mean, were people really that mad about final four banners coming down, or what did you think the reaction was to that? No, I think the majority of fan base was relieved no matter what. It was just kind of one of those things. Like I said, they dropped the news and we thought it was nothing. And we, yeah. we didn't think there was going to be any vacated wins. We didn't think a banner was coming down. Um, and so it just it felt like a kind of a chain reaction where everyone was pumped. And then it kind of brought the mood down a little bit because we were flexing that literally nothing happened. And then obviously you take a Final Four banner down, that matters. Then the rival fan bases got in their jokes, at least for that, which, like you said, I'm not really worried about losing a Final Four banner. I know kind of sounds cocky, but Bill Self and KU fans have always said they're and it's to win national titles. Obviously, you're going to celebrate Final Four coming out of a region. Um, it's a, a great accomplishment, but it's not like you're taking down a national title banner. Yes, the streak technically ended. Yes, the NCAA streak technically ended, but it's like an asterisk about next to it. It's not like it actually happened. A guy that came off the bench that played eight minutes a game, which he did contribute. He was great late in the year in Silvio. Um, so, yeah, it was... There was just fans that they were somewhere upset just for the players from that 2018 team, which I don't know how much they'll be affected by it. I have a really dumb punishment. Um, but yeah, it, it just doesn't matter, but it does suck for players because you're punishing guys that had really nothing to do with it. Um, I've just never, it's like Memphis KU national championship game. That game, Memphis technically didn't play in that game. Right. Yeah. Uh, Louisville technically didn't win the NCAA title. Does anybody care? Do they not acknowledge? Like everyone knows, Louisville won the national title. And let's be honest, the NCAA is probably not going to exist in the next like 15, 20 years. All these record books, everything's just going to be. It's not going to matter. Whatever. I don't know. It. Uh, it's wild. It. I just can't believe after everything <laughs> that was said. The entire investigation was just so weird when you really think about it. Like, the fact that the words FBI and, you know, independent jury and, you know, this independent group that made this decision was all over, what, a couple hundred bucks going to Silvio? Like, I don't even know. It's just so weird if you really just sat down and put this in front of somebody for the first time and said, hey, so the last six years they've been running this investigation. They'd be like, oh, wow, what happened? And then you read it out loud and they'd be like, what? How does that take six years? What's the problem? Aren't these guys making uh, seven figures now? Like, it's just, it's so silly in hindsight that we went through all this, but it is just massive to come away unscathed pretty much in my mind. Yeah. And like you said about Bill earlier, just, we kind of played it perfectly. I mean, even the self-imposing bands, 
I think that obviously helped a lot where Bill sat, things like that. Um, so that I and Bill, like you said, he made us out to be victims, which I don't, I don't know if you have an opinion on that. Yeah, jury did. Yeah, yeah. So Kansas was the victim, um, but yeah, it was. I mean, Travis Goff opened his presser. I know you didn't get to watch him much, but he said it was a great day for Kansas. Kansas athletics. Bill Self doubled down and said the same thing. He looked so relieved that it was over. And I don't even think he was ever worried. That's the great thing about Bill Self. Like, did you ever sense any worry out of Bill Self during this investigation? I know it's different. Like when he's talking to the press, he's probably going to be calm, but it felt like they never truly had anything uh, get really to give us like a legit postseason ban. I think Bill was probably early on. I feel like Bill was worried or not worried, but just truly, truly frustrated by it. Um, and I mean, think about how frustrating it'd be to be Bill Self, to be like tied to paying Zion Williamson or offering Zion Williamson money. And then nobody's saying, I mean, we've been making the Duke jokes forever, but it's mm-hmm. like, and it's real, though. I don't care that Duke paid Zion. I don't no. care. It's it's just the fact that like Zion's being named in these reports, just like Silvio. I think I could be way off. This stuff's been all over the place, and <laughs> e Twitter's taking things all over the place. But like to think that Duke just didn't do anything, I think that had to probably be really frustrating for Bill to know that like you know he's the only guy him and a few others are being tied to this but you've got other guys like yeah you know Calipari coach K the guys doing the same thing um not getting anything i think that frustrated him early on i think he was a little worried as time went on as it got shifted over to the IARP or whatever i think just more time passed the better everyone started to feel NIL probably helped things a little bit because yeah. really would it be um to give us a huge, huge punishment, but I don't know. It's all so stupid. I, I yeah. that's what I keep coming back to. The entire investigation was so stupid. Yeah, I really you really just sit back and laugh. And I hate I always pull the well, everyone else is doing it, so why can't we kind of? But like that's really what it was. I mean, teams all around the country, especially the Blue Bloods, we know what's going on at Kentucky Duke. They got top two recruiting classes every year. So I, you just weren't going to get players if you didn't do it. And it sounds awful saying that, like that we not like had to cheat, but like, yeah. KU, we're not going to get these guys over these big Nike schools. So yeah, it was always, it was always a weird thing to me. Um, Obviously these. <laughs> God, quit reading the chat. Nick, stop making jokes. Girl teacher. <laughs> Oh my God, I forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, I yeah we didn't cheat, as Nick said. We just, Adidas did it. Not yeah. KU didn't know. Bill Self said today, we never knew what was going on with players. But Adidas obviously has to keep their rep up. Got to get us guys. Got to get us some real guys. Um, but yeah, the, the Aiden thing is wild. Um, Zion thing is crazy to me. But like you said, I don't care that these schools or these uh, school brands are giving them money to go to schools. Like it's been going on for years. This is a thing that's been going on for, I don't it even. Is what it is. I mean, right or wrong. I mean, yeah, breaking the rules is bad, but. It's like it's a normal thing. What it is. It is it's what, how the sport worked. And that's what used to kill me about like Bruce Weber. Uh, if Bruce Weber had the opportunity to be in the game for top recruits and paying recruits, he would be doing it. And here's the thing. 
as we all know, Bill Self wasn't like I'm never gonna sit here and be like, KU didn't know Adidas was giving money to players. Everyone knew that. The difference is like, I don't think Bill Self was walking up with a duffel bag and handing money over to a high school kid, right? It just it was how the game worked in the back, you know, the behind the scenes, and you just kind of that's how it worked. It's your brand's funneling people to schools. Yeah, like those guys that acted like, oh, we do it right. It's like, no, it's because the schools, the brands don't want them going to your school. That's why they're not. They're still. All right, here's the other thing. Go ahead. If if Adidas wanted people to go to K-State or Missouri or wherever these other places that are complaining, they'd pay the kids and those kids would go to that school and the coaches probably wouldn't even have a say in it, really, other than like saying, no, we don't want this kid. But if it's a number one recruit and Adidas wants him going to K State because of something, Adidas is going to do it regardless of if the coach is okay yeah. with the payment. I don't know. It's just. I mean, it's still something that's going on in the recruiting circle. I mean, there's guys that KU's recruiting, and I'll hear from someone, nope, he's a Nike kid or the yeah. opposite. So it's still a thing that's going on today. But yeah, it just. I hate bringing up the f- rival fan bases all the time when we talk about this, but obviously if they were in a situation where they're a top program in the country, you're held to this standard where you got to be great every year or people are going to be coming after you, at your head if you're Bill Self. I mean, Bill Self went from 2008 to 2022 without a natty and people were wondering how good of a coach he really was. Then he wins one and now he's solidified as the number one, as the best coach in the country. So yeah, we forgot to break, but I still, um, I just, I feel like if they were in our situation where, yeah, you had to kind of funnel guys here, they, they would kind of be in the same stance that KU fans have kind of been in as to where, well, these schools and Duke and Kentucky, they're all getting Nike to funnel guys to their schools. Like why, why is it an issue at Kansas and, or Kansas state, I guess for this instance, and then, but Kansas state gets in trouble. So it's just like, I don't know. They, those two fan bases kind of triggered me today just because like you said at the top of the show, it was such a huge topic for those six years and they thought it was going to be the most severe punishment of all time. People all around the country calling bill dollar bill and making all these jokes where he was going to get fired, go to the NBA and all this stuff where KU's just going to have this downfall. We couldn't get recruits anymore, which that had to have affected it for a while. And I'm sure Bill's really happy about that, but yeah, they, Thought it was going to be the craziest freaking punishment of all time. And then today it comes out and we're tweeting about Mizzou K-State fans and they're say, acting like they never cared, which... Yeah. yeah, I knew this would happen. Well, then why for two years after were you acting like we were going to get the death penalty? You're like, uh, I'll never forget how certain those people were that we were just going to get absolutely crushed. But all right, oh. so... We got to talk about home field. Let's. We still got time to talk about all that. Um, we say it every week: home field. They're you know the best apparel business out there when it comes to sport or college sports. They're unique. They're premium collegiate apparel brand is what I'd always like to say because it is truly premium type stuff. It's not the cookie cutter garbage you're going to see at every store. It's good. It's soft. It's good materials. But the artwork, the logos, everything that goes with it is what makes it completely different than everything else. They are committed to creating incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with college designs. They have over 150 colleges now, which is which is crazy. Um, 
but we love them. Homefieldapparel.com. Go check them out if you haven't by now. I always joke, if you haven't, you're living on a rock. You're insane. Go <laughs> check them out. You won't regret it. We appreciate their support as always. Homefieldapparel.com. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Okay, last thing that we will say, or at least last thing I'll say about like opposing fan bases and opposing teams. I will never not find it absolutely hilarious that Bruce Weber, after coaching a horrendous basketball season, after clearly being fired, he goes out, final press conference of his, is he, he's not a coach yet. He hasn't got, I think final no, press. I think he's an analyst. Yeah, he's an analyst. Final press conference of his coaching career. And this guy goes down guns a blazing, just taking shots at a man that thoroughly dominated him. I mean, even if you compare it to like the Illinois stuff, like, you know, Bruce goes to Illinois and fails ultimately, got to a, made a Final Four, but only with Bill's guys. And then he ends up at K State and Bill just stomps all over him for 10 years or whatever it was. For Bruce Weber to go down the way he did, his final press conference, taking shots like that, the haircut thing, and this is the punishment we get. It's so, so <laughs> funny, and it just describes Bruce Weber so well. The guy is a forever 
loser in that <laughs> press conference is exactly, you know, that's exactly why. It was so wild of him yeah. to do that at that stage in his career and point of time at K-State. And, like, him and Bill had, had that history from the past, from the stuff at Illinois. Um, but, yeah, that had to have been – I feel like that had to have been something Bruce had planned for weeks because he knew he was getting canned and he was just going to be like, well, on my last game at K-State, when we lose, I'm going to walk off and just go off on our rival's head coach. That and it, was, it was just – yeah, it was wild, like was you said. so immature. It's like what you do – Like why? Like what a child would do after getting in trouble or something at school, just go down – taking shots at every other, you know. And he wanted everyone to see it. Yeah, like it just. It's something you talk, maybe obviously talk to your friends or peers around you, but you tell it to the press for everyone to see it. Just, it was the biggest shot at Bill ever. And I just, I would pay money. I'd pay money to see Bill's reaction, dude. And then Bill won the national title. Like we don't talk about that enough. Did that spark uh, Bill to go off and win the natty? Uh, yeah, remember spouting off like that. Who knows? And that yeah, that's another thing is I remember. Um, I think you you tweeted it when we won the Natty. It was people. I think they were coming after you about um, Ku cheating to win that Natty, and it was a bunch of like Kansas Kansas City guys, that three four star yeah. guys. Obviously, Ruby Martin transferred in. Dave was a McDonald's guy, but still trying to say that. And yeah, Bill Bill has went on a crazy run lately. And I know this might be a dumb question, but I feel like it's like something that we need to address a little bit and maybe something KU fans are asking. I know it's only 15 vacated wins and we're behind Kentucky, but does this maybe motivate Bill Self to coach a little longer and just set set all the records, make sure we're the winning his program? I don't know. Does it give him any extra motivation now that all this stuff is gone? He can recruit at a high level. I remember seeing him in New York talking to him about the transfer portal and he was like, the portal's easy. Now recruiting, that's a different story. So it it was obviously tough. I mean, schools could use that against them all around the country. Any school that work. wanted to. Yeah. You yeah. we we weren't getting top guys for a while. I think Flory recently was the biggest guy we've gotten in a long time. Um, and that was just recent, this twenty three class. So recruiting is obviously tough. I think the blue bloods could obviously use that against KU. If you say you're down to Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, the Calipari and Coach K are walking in your house. Well, Go to Kansas, you're going to get a postseason ban. Even if you don't know that, but you said five level one violations, you're immediately going to think postseason ban or worse than what we got today. Yeah, I mean, it, it def, it's just such a power move by Bill to, you know, have his essentially hands tied behind his back a little bit for a few years. Like you said, schools are taking shots. <laughs> But then to still have the success he would have had, or he had, like you you jokingly, I tweeted today, like over a six-year span of this investigation, Bill won four Big 12 titles, went to two Final Fours, won a national title, surpassed Kentucky as the winningest program of all time. And we're sitting here talking about how recruiting was affected for a few of those years. It's still we don't know. One of those was a COVID year that uh, we didn't get to play in the NCAA tournament. We were going to be the number one overall seed. So it's like, the level of like nothing can stop Bill Self is what yeah. he's proven. And if if you're right about, I don't know if I think he's for sure in the short term extra motivated. I think he knows how funny it would be to Kentucky's now back on top. We could easily win five, six, seven more games. I can't. Is it seven yet? Yeah. We could easily win seven, eight more games in Kentucky this year if we rattle off 
we somehow win 32, 33 games and Kentucky struggles like they have been, we could easily be back on top. And I think Bill Self recognizes how absolutely hilarious and awesome and how much of just a another I mean he's been flexing all over Calipari for years now. They're, the gap between those guys has just continues to widen but god imagine if we got him in 2012 that would yeah. be the most ownage ever that team was so good um but yeah t- I mean not technically but if you count 20 2020 we will give us a one seat so since I guess what it started in 2018 all the allegations are 2017 ish 2017 so we've been a we've been a one seed four times since then 18 20 22 and 23 yeah eight 18 so no, only yeah because 18 we were one 2020 didn't count but we were a definite one and then the year we won it weren't we a one and then this year we were a one yeah oh yeah yeah so that's so four of six years they were a one seed the other two were the year he went off on the team when they lost to USC and then Grimes's year where they were, I think they were a four both years. Yeah. But yeah. Never worse than a four. And like we said, he, he still got guys. Um, he's been great in the portal, but he wasn't able to recruit at the level that you should be able to recruit at, at KU, especially now. I mean, Bill really is solidified as the best coach in the country. So without any allegations, anything to worry about, why can't he just go, in our NIL situation, it's crazy. So why can't he just go nuts? Not only in the portal, but on the recruiting trail. It is set up, and this is what I want. It's set up for Bill Self to have a, like, all I want is 10 more years. Give me 10 more years, Bill. Coaching to your 70s, your low 70s, and just dominate the sport for the next 10 years. Because I think he could. I think he could rattle off two... I mean, three might be crazy. I think he could rattle off two more natties over a 10-year stretch with, like you said, the portal he's crushing. NIL were as good as... I mean, our NIL, which I never would have saw happening, is far better than Kentucky's. Like, just... I I thought Kentucky was going to just run the NIL game. We're whooping them when it comes to that. His recruiting has taken a level up, which has to do with NIL, I think, a little bit, but also just kind of... That's how recruiting works. Schools get hot for a few years, then it bounces back. But like you said, Jay Wright's gone. Coach K's gone. Roy Williams is gone. Calipari's washed. Bill Self is by far the best coach in college basketball right now. And if he can just go 10 more years with the current setup we've got, he could go down as truly a top five guy, top three. I don't know. I don't want to get too crazy here. But for sure a top five guy if he goes out and wins another natty, I think. I don't know. But yeah, it's so I didn't think about. Yeah, I don't know how much these penalties will really motivate him or like I knew I'm sure he knew it was coming coming to an end soon, but yeah, the the health scare and getting right um from a health standpoint is obviously massive and it already felt like he was he was motivated, but I mean, honestly, one national title in the next 10 years is great, right? Like yeah. it's it's really hard to even get one. I mean, obviously it's a huge it's a Blue Blood, one of the best programs ever, but we've gone on long streets without natties a lot. That's not anything crazy. I mean, 52 to 88, 88 to 08, and then 08 to 22. So it's, if you get one in 10 years, it's amazing. It's so hard to do. But yeah, he, you keep, you always say it, right? You give yourself chances, you're going to get there. He did it in 22, and he's not going to have any issue in the portal. And he's, there's no reason he should have an issue on the recruiting trail. So yeah, 10 years. 
I mean, if he gives us 10 more years, this is so hard to guess, but how many times is he going to be a one or two seed in those 10 years? Well, that's the really? thing. I mean, you have to assume 50%. That is Easy. incredibly weird number to throw out. I'd say close to 50 for just one seed over 10 years. Yeah, I mean, that would be a regression by him. If he was only a 50% one seed, like he's hitting at a better clip than that right now over his like time at Kansas, I think. Uh, Never been worse than a four. So. Yeah. so, And that's the thing we've always said. If you just keep knocking, and I mean, so the other even better question is, regardless one or two seed, how many times over a next 10-year span do you think Bill Self's going to be in the Elite Eight? I would say, again, I think it's very fair to maybe throw out 50%. Now, we all know, maybe more, I don't know. We all know Bill Self has struggled in Elite Eights. But it's also just been some weird... One of the hardest games, too. stuff. And so I've always said that. I've said this since... Uh, I can't remember if it was... must be, I think 2017. I remember just being like... these The Oregon game, the VCU game, games like that, you just... They're not going to happen a bunch over a career. Like, fluky shooting nights. Your best shooter's not shooting well. I think Bill Self still has some turny luck still to come his way yeah. um, over these next 10 years. So if he just continues to put us in the position, there's no doubt in my mind he can go win one, two. I'll stop there just to not be too outrageous, but he's, he's too good to not say he could. I just, I really wonder how much longer he'll go. It's impossible to guess. I 10 years would be the dream. Um, hate to bring up football right now, but if you can keep these two head coaches in Lawrence for the next decade, it's going to be so much fun. Especially, I mean, even we're getting some good teams to come to the league in Big 12. Gonzaga's coming. Houston's pretty good. So one in the Big 12 will be tough, but he'll rattle off some conference titles. I think the league will prepare us even better for March. Um, but yeah, I, God, he, if he won two more, man, he's, I, I just wonder where he would be all time as far as every coach. He would have more than Roy, wouldn't he? He'd be one shy of, Roy got three. Roy got three. Dean Smith has, does he have four, five? I don't know. Uh, I just, we'd have to look, but I I don't know. Maybe this will give him some extra motivation to coach longer. I don't know if that makes sense, but he he felt refreshed in where he wants to really solidify himself. Like he's already solidified himself as the best coach in KU history, but he can do that forever at one of the best programs of all time. It's got to be, Super motivating. Now you can just sit back and recruit your ass off, and NIL shit should take care of itself um, in the portal. So, yeah, I, man, this could be, it w- feels like we've had like multiple golden ages of Kansas basketball with him. I and know. it feels like another one could be coming, really. You, you got the preseason number one this year. You, you'll have no issues going forward. I've said it a thousand times in the last 10 minutes about recruiting in portal, but yeah, he just got maybe the best transfer of all time. They're pretty season number one this year, probably going to be a one seed. They've been a one seed. They've been a one seed eight of the last 10 years. Then is that right? 16, 17, 18, 20, 22, 23, six of the last eight. Yeah. They've been yeah. a one seed in six of the last eight tournaments. Yeah, I mean, not well. Twenty twenty didn't happen, but but they were a one. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick last break. DraftKings. We'll come back. We'll wrap this up. But NFL season's going strong. <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score two hundred dollars 
instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code KCSN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That is code KCSN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, LA. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in O&T. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources we're going to take a break and we'll be right back thanks for listening to kc sports network make sure you download our new app find it on the app store or google play just search kc sports network all right i just Hello. i wanted to say just one more thing about bill is i i feel like he's becoming obviously he's getting older and wiser and he's just he's becoming a better coach every year, which sounds crazy because he's one of the best ever, he's best in KU history. So I really like it's so easy to sit here and say golden age and guess that and predict that, but why can't they just go on a better run than they've been on previously? Like there was a crazy run there from what, oh seven to thirteen or something, and then sixteen to eighteen and twenty, but I think they could go for this next like the 2020s the rest of the 2020s i think it could be nuts maybe bill calls it quits around like 2030 with another natty hopefully two and puts ku on top as the winningest program but yeah i think he's becoming a better coach the older he gets and he proves it every single year yeah it's uh i think when it's all said and done we're just going to look back on this era as you know not even breaking it down by segments right in the current moment it's easy to say 07 to 13 and 16 to 23 right but in the grand scheme of it all, when Bill Self's gone, 2003 or 2004 to 2032, whatever that is, is just going to be known as the best it ever was for Kansas basketball. And unfortunately, it's almost sad to think about. And this was said when Roy left, but I'll say it now. There is simply no way the next coach could come in and even come close to this type of success. Now that doesn't mean the next coach can come in and win. That is wild. He could make, he could win more natties. Like that's the thing. We know Bill has had some wasted opportunities in March with some of his best teams, but the consistency that Bill self brings to the table every single year will never be touched by another Kansas basketball. I mean, Roy Williams was a nine seed in like 2000. Yeah. Uh, we had plenty of years where Roy's teams just didn't have it. And he had those years at North Carolina too. Coach K had those years. Bill Self has not really had a year. Those years he's had have been four seeds, three seeds, two seeds. Like it's crazy. It's sad almost in a way, but 
I'm happy we lived through it and we're living through it. Yeah. Man. This era, because he's truly one of the goats today. Just, I mean, not that it changed anything, but it just reassured you how the guy just wins. That's all he does. He just wins at all aspects. So, and it's, it really, that is wild to think about. I mean, taking over for one of the best coaches in college basketball history and you exceed those expectations. I mean, think about the KU fans that watched KU basketball from what, 89 to 03 when Roy had all those fun teams and you leave on two of the better teams in KU history, 02, 03. Obviously you got that 97 team, but probably guys watching Bill Self's presser like this guy is not going to be close to what Roy was. We'll still be in good hands, but it's no Roy. And then he exceeds that and becomes the best in KU history. And he's going to keep extending that and reassuring himself as that. And it's wild to think about that. Yeah. I mean, his winning percentage, the conference titles, the seeds, like, yeah, there's probably no one that's ever going to touch Bill that comes to KU. It's scary to think about, but it's also a cool, really high standard that we got to live to. And it's probably three or however many time frames you want to look at it. Like you said, the, some of the best um, sequences of Kansas basketball that we'll ever see. Yeah. I mean, Roy, like you said, Roy had his years. I mean, even Danny in 88, they won it, but they weren't like a great seed yeah. or anything. And then we have historic coaches, Fog Allen and all that. But yeah, Bill gave us like, I feel like we're having a Bill self-retirement speech right now. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's like a, I don't know the word, but it, it's, I just feel like you got to celebrate Bill Self because that man has had so many shots thrown at him over these last couple years. I mean, like you said, dollar bill, cheater, all these things, and he comes away with nothing. Like the guy, he's he's just incredible. And so I think he deserves to, which we'll do this again probably. We, we, we constantly do things like this, but he just deserves to be praised today because – he probably had to keep his mouth shut a lot. Like it was probably hard for him to bite his tongue at times because I'm sure this sucked and I'm sure he hated being dragged for all of this. Um, and it's just got to feel incredible to come out the way he did. So um, I don't have much else. Do you have anything else? Yeah, I just, I wanted to touch on Rockies pass more. Um, six, five, small forward, 48th rank class, according to two, four, 24, seven sports, um, strong athletic, um, I, they say he's he could be a capable like lockdown defender. Still working on his jumper. Don't know a ton about him. Haven't watched him a lot, but super athletic and strong. And KU uh, obviously that stuff comes out today, and then they land a top fifty recruit tonight. So obviously some momentum going forward for KU basketball, and it was a great day for Kansas. Yep, feels good. I was gonna say during our episode on Monday where we recapped a football game, I was like, you know what's crazy? We just did a football episode and didn't talk about late night in the fog once. Um, which is good. It shows where the football program's at, but Kansas basketball is still, I mean, it just shows how uh exciting. I mean, seeing the way KU Twitter today just <laughs> it was a fun out. It was the most fun I've had on Twitter in a long time time elon's kind of like made twitter weird i don't love it it's just different yeah um but man it was back to its glory days today with some of the memes yeah i wish it um i definitely wish it all came out at once it kind of was a downer once that came out not that i was like 
Because now reflecting back on it, it's like, who cares? But at the moment, when you're at that high, when you think you get nothing, and then they take some wins away, and then it messes with the streak and the... Um, yeah, it allowed, like, streak it allowed and, other schools yeah. to take joke, make jokes. That's really the only oh. thing that sucked about it, is it opened a door, whereas originally they just had to sit there and pout yep. about us getting essentially nothing, which they're still pouting, but now they get to actually <laughs> fire off angry tweets yeah. and like they're happy. Um, uh, let's get a win in Stillwater Saturday. Football, hockey fans. Just, uh, I don't know when this one will come out compared to when the other one will come out, but I think B. Turn just talked a little Oklahoma State with somebody. So uh, if you listen to this pod, make sure you then also go listen to that one. So uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, thank you for listening. Bill Self for president and uh, Rock Chalk. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.